You're listening to the Ron's Update Podcast, Episode 142. Hey everybody, Ron here. Welcome to the Ron's Update Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Ron's Update Podcast is produced... (laughs) What am I going to say here? Every three months? Every what? I don't know. Anyway, my goal is to do it every two weeks, and that's never happened. Anyway, the show notes are found at LostTrailRunner.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lost Trail Runner and on Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on with the show. Well, it looks like it's about time for another Ron's update. It's been about two months, I guess, maybe more than that. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, the unexpected death of Paul Sherwin. I don't know if any of y'all pay much attention to cycling, but I have been, well, I've cycled quite a lot in my life, but as far as being a spectator, I think I started paying attention to professional cycling back... Probably in the mid-90s when uh, the first Union Grand Prix came to Atlanta, I uh, volunteered and went down there and did that for a couple of years while that series was going on. And during that period of time, uh, Phil Liggett, and I don't know if Paul Sherwin was with him, but was a commentator for that series and uh, shortly after that, I got interested in watching the Tour de France on TV. And every year it was uh, Phil Liggett and Paul Sherwin. And I just got so used to those two being the commentators on the Tour de France, it, it's just going to seem awfully strange to not see Paul Sherwin on there anymore. He died, he died on uh, December the 2nd at age 62 of a heart attack in his sleep. Well, that's kind of a shock, isn't it? So, uh, I, I don't know what to say. Maybe the only thing I can think of, you know, as far as the commentating for the tour, maybe is Bob Roll taking over in his place. But it's really a big loss to lose Paul Sherwin. So uh, that's just really, you know, something. 
Since it looks like my last podcast was put out in August, I've got some races to go over that I've run since then. Uh, I guess I'll update you on how many races do I have here. One, two, three, four, five races I've done since August. None of them in a spectacular fashion. But when you're a whole geezer, it doesn't really matter, does it? Anyway. In September, I did a uh, night trail race out at Little Mulberry Park that the Dirty Spokes uh, organization put on. It was a three-miler at night, and uh, I won my age group in that particular race. In October, uh, I didn't actually run a race on the 7th of October, but the Ginger Runner, who is a... uh, Ultra Runner on YouTube every year does a, uh, this year's what he calls the Ginger Runner Global Run. It's a two-hour run, and he gives different prizes for different categories, like the most vertical, the longest distance, the best-looking, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, I did that run, two-hour run, and uh, this is the second year I've done it. And neither year have I really put in for any of the awards because it wasn't really important to me. And then on, the on um, I think it was about the 13th of October, I ran a Xterra trail race out at Fort Yargo State Park. It, I think it was a three-mile race, and I came in second in my age group in that. Then... On November 3rd, I went down to Disney and ran the Wine and Dine 10K. And I placed second in my age group in that particular event. And none of these races were particularly fast, in, even in on my standards, being an old guy now and running slower. <laughs> but but I ran fast enough to place. And and the 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 important thing to me is there was more than just me in the age group you know <laughs> if you get first in an age group and you're the only one in there that's not that a big of a deal but if there you know at least three or four people you feel like you've accomplished something so at disney there were like nine in my age group and i came in second and i believe it uh Fort Yargo, there were probably five, and I came in second. And the night trail race at uh, Little Mulberry Park that I came in first in my age group, uh, there was probably three or four in the age group there, too. So, anyway, on December 9th, which was yesterday... I completed the Jeff Galloway half marathon, and I have no clue what place I finished in because I haven't seen the results yet. But the first six miles of that particular race, I ran with uh, Kevin Gwynn, Roxanne Baggett, and Scott Perkinson, and it was like a social run. We were running like uh, 10 seconds and walking 30 and we still were averaging like a 15 and a half minute pace doing that. But after close to six miles, I uh, switched and uh, picked up my pace some. So I ended up finishing the half and 
If if I would have stuck with them for the whole race, I would have finished in a 3.30. And since I picked it up after about 6, I finished in 3.10. I, I kind of wanted to go under three hours, but when you do half the race at a 15.30 pace, it's kind of hard unless you're really running fast to make up that difference by the end. And I was running... What I was doing, I was running 15-15 on the flats and downhills, and I was doing a 15-30 on the uphills. So, you know, it was a comfortable run. I I really wasn't pushing it. I I was just enjoying myself yesterday and and, uh, really had a good time. It It was supposed to really be a crappy weather day. The, the, the forecast had been in the mid thirties and rain and wind from 16 to 20 miles an hour. And fortunately it didn't rain the whole race. I mean, it did about eight miles. It got a little bit of sprinkle, but other than that, it didn't rain the whole race. And it was in the mid thirties, maybe up to 38 possibly. And there was some wind, but it wasn't like that they had predicted. So I had dressed accordingly and I felt comfortable the whole way. I wasn't, I wasn't overheated and I wasn't cold. And but of course I wasn't generating a lot of body heat going the pace I was, but I had a good time, had good conversation with people. It was, it was, it was a nice race. And the extra mile podcast group, uh, we had meetups for supper the night before the race, and it was a lot of camaraderie within that group. So uh, if you're interested, you ought to look into to, uh, going on Facebook and find the Extra Mile Podcast group and, and joining. That's Kevin's podcast. He's got two. He's got the Extra Mile, and he's got the Extra Mile Galloway edition. So anyway... That's my races for so far for this year and probably be the last race for the year. Uh, I have been doing customized training with Chris Twiggs from the Galloway organization for probably over a year now. And uh, I talked to him last Tuesday night and I I had kind of been semi ill from just before the Disney race on November the 3rd up until about a week before the Galloway race and my my heart rate resting heart rate which is normally around a 48 and jumped up to around a 55 and then on my runs where I usually when I'm doing a medium slow run, my heart rate stays somewhere in the low 120s, I'd say. I mean, I'd been pegging up into the 140s and 150s. And on one of my long runs, I even got up into the 170s, which I didn't know my heart rate went that high. And uh, so he said, he had told me, Last Tuesday before this race, he says, if I was you, 
I would just enjoy myself and not push it. And that's what I did. And that's why I kind of did the race the way I did was because of that. But what was weird, that whole race, I think my maximum heart rate got up to about maybe 138. And I think I averaged about 120 for the whole race. So it seems like my heart rate's getting back down to normal now. So uh, we'll see if I'm going to... I really don't have any training goals going on right now uh, for the rest, of, you know, the rest of this year and early next year. About the, about the only thing I may do, and I'm not sure that I'm going to do it, is a resolution run that the Atlanta Track Club puts on on uh, New Year's Day. It's going to be down at Piedmont Park this year, and it's a 5K. And I haven't really decided if I want to do it or not. So that is a possibility. But other than that, I don't know. And then somebody told, said the other night that the, there were all of the races at Disney for Marathon Weekend were still open. And I started thinking... Well, I might go on and sign up for the 10K down there, but then I thought better of it and decided, nah, I don't want to drive all the way back down there just to do a race, particularly if I'm just going by myself, you know. So anyway, that's my update for now. So uh, maybe I'll uh, try to do another one in a couple of weeks. I guess we'll have to hold our breath and see on that, won't we? All right, see you later, bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe.